You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. Now, the Franchise NBA Insider Show. Jerry Ramsey and John Hamm break down the NBA and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Stats, analysis, and opinions. From the peak to the locker room to the road. No one has you covered like the franchise NBA insiders. Well, damn it, if it isn't almost Christmas in July for a bunch of teams finding out how their luck is going to change here in the next couple of years, if not for the rest of their entire organization. It's time for free agency. It's time for some big names to change hands and who else to help you get through and navigate the whole thing? John Ham, Brady Trantham, Madison Morris, all here, Franchise Thunder Insiders. And uh, we will navigate everything that's going on through NBA Free Agency. Um, first and foremost, uh, I want to make sure that everybody remembers, if you haven't kept up with us, how much I hate Woj. Cannot stand Woj. Brother can't Why keep, do you hate journalism? Brother cannot keep a secret for crap. Okay, do you understand what journalists are supposed to do? His entire career ruining everything for us. That gets me to the first bit of news, John. Woodward and Bernstein should have just kept oh. their mouths shut. Should have kept those secrets. Watergate my butt. All right. Uh, the big news coming out, obviously. Kevin Durant, who was going to announce it on his special little... Uh, boardroom show or whatever he was trying to do. Is that on Grinder or is that <laughs> what? How do you actually go to find this? <laughs> Real quick, uh, Brady, I will give you the honors of saying where Kevin Durant's going. John, if you could get the uh, specifics of the contract ready uh, whenever Brady uh, gives us where he's going and what he thinks. The Brooklyn Nets just waltzed <laughs> in. <laughs> they just waltzed into having a awesome team. They traded every single asset you could possibly trade years ago to Boston, who now is trying to scratch together something positive uh, moving forward Because in the wake of losing Kyrie Irving. They just signed per Woj, um, Kimball Walker. So that's that's a step in the right direction, but still, um, where we all thought Brooklyn was three, four years ago, if we would have said, well, they're also going to get Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and uh, DeAndre Jordan. Wow. Just what a turnaround. Like, to say what a turnaround, it's 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 putting it lightly. All right, John, give us some specifics on this contract. I don't know that any details have been out yet. <laughs> okay, it's going to be, if they say max deal, it's going to be a four-year deal, okay. um, 190-some-odd million. I, I, I need to double-check on that. Because, uh, and this is what this show is going to be, very fluid and whatever, because yeah. you're right. Because you would have known the five-year deal or whatever that he could have got with Golden State because that would have been the super max right. that he would have done. And, and they call it the super max, but basically it's the most that a 10-year veteran on a max contract could have got. Yep. So he left, I mean, theoretically 50-some-odd million on the table to leave San Francisco, not Oakland. That's right. Oh, but it's still Golden State. They still love those Oakland fans, I guess. Uh, but yes, Kevin Durant is leaving. Uh, Madison, real quick. Yeah. I mean, tell me the kind of stats that Kevin Durant's going to put up next year. What do you anticipate him scoring? Uh, how do you think he'll affect that net team? Uh, absolutely not at all. <laughs> because he's hurt. <laughs> what? Whoa, 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 wait. Oh, is, did I just bring some news? <laughs> wait a second, Madison. You're telling me the Brooklyn Nets... 
signed Kevin Durant to the most that they could sign him, Max, mm-hmm. and he probably will not play. And he probably will not play a minute on that court <laughs> next season. He's still going to be in the same locker room as Kyrie Irving. Just please think of the possibilities <laughs> that that could bring. Uh, I just love just the, two weirdos in I the same room. Love the idea of Kevin Durant just back in that alleyway or that hallway <laughs> waiting for the Nets to come, and he's going to give him high fives all year round. How fun is that <laughs> going to be? What a teammate! Really quick though, yes. I, I wonder if Kevin Durant's going to say anything like really, really nice and extended about leaving the Bay Area. Oh, I, I wonder if he learned any lessons. Uh, hit me with your best shot, Madison. Already. Uh, that nerd on ESPN that can't keep a secret says <laughs> J.J. Redick to sign a two-year, $26 million deal with the Pelicans. The super-duper team, man. Oh, wow. Look it, at that. Pelicans getting better. Zion. They might get Al Horford. They got Antonio Daniels. <laughs> J.J. Just, Redick. Just so people are aware, Oklahoma City could not offer $13 million to J.J. Redick. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. As we're John, going, hold them accountable. Why aren't they doing that? I just want to put a disclaimer out there really quick. If you're listening, you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for what Sam Presti's going to offer, what Sam Presti's going to do. No, 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 no. This is a NBA free agency show. The Thunder are part of the NBA, uh, though, uh, much like 50 Shades of Grey, very handcuffed, very tied up. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> They made three movies about that stuff. What? I'm at a lot of Yeah, no, I read all the books. Okay. I know. I know about all this right. stuff. Mommy porn, I believe it was called. Ew. Oh, my gosh. Well, so, <laughs> what, what's going on? Okay, so Kyrie Irving, uh, as mentioned, has agreed to uh, go to the Brooklyn Nets. Four years, $142 million. Jerry, I have uh, pulled out my Excel spreadsheet. Oh, well. Oh, that, that was me pushing my glasses <laughs> up the, the ridge of my nose. Uh, Kevin Durant's deal fits a max. It would be around $162 million over four years. Okay. Uh, mm. Brady, do me a favor, and, and I know I'm just kind of throwing you on the fly here. Uh, by the time we get back from the next break, will you give me what it looks like the Nets are gonna might look like at this point with who they have coming in? Yes, like roster a, wise. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So that's just something you get to play with. Okay. Let me start reading some stuff out that I printed. All of this is stuff that Woj and uh, Shams and all these other people that can't keep damn secrets uh, put on the internet before we got on. This is before the actual stuff. Uh, where they can actually say all of this officially. You ready? Here we go. Okay. Uh, da, 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 Kyrie, Durant, both uh, both going to the Nets. Okay, we got that part. Milwaukee keeps their core together. Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton. Brooke Lopez, a four-year deal. Uh, da, 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 was it? 54 million? 54, is that? Wow, that's a lot. Well, I mean, look, they got him on a bargain last year. They got him for about $3.3 million. That was the, um, oh, gosh, it was, I don't know, probably the room exception or the biannual exception anyway. Um, very small amount of money. He's making it up. Uh, Chris Middleton, the max. Almost the max. He actually took less uh, so this is a reported, uh, let's see, 150. I think he left about 12 million on the table, is what I read. Okay, looking at Milwaukee, Brady, uh, kind of tell us they were the number one seed in the East last year. Was keeping their core that essential to staying contenders in the East, or do you think they overpaid for either one of these guys? No, I think they were in a situation where they had to. They really had no choice. They cannot. They cannot be the number one seed in the East. They can't have the season that they just had. Giannis winning the MVP. They can't turn around and tell their best player, 
we just don't want to pay Chris Middleton the money. Like, yes, if you really think about it, is Chris Middleton really worth that max contract? Well, to Milwaukee, he is because somebody was going to throw that money at him just because that's the market. Um, does Chris Middleton have his flaws? Of course he does. It's kind of similar to Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams is very important to the Thunder. His value is higher um, than I, I guess like the casual fan will give him credit for. But at the end of the day, Milwaukee was just in a situation where they have to keep this core. They have to continue to build and to gain momentum. Um, I'm I'm glad that they did because we've seen teams in the past make the, get to this point and say, you know what, maybe we need to save some money. Madison, I'm going to let you play with this one. And basically, it looks like the uh, Celtics and the Hornets mm-hmm. switching point guards. Uh, the Celtics get all-star and uh, just incredible talent, Kemba Walker. The Hornets get backup (laughs) and potential uh, basketball player, Terry Rozier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, right now, I think uh, anything could help the Celtics right now. They had such a disastrous end to the season last season, just like uh, everything coming unglued there. So that's going to be good for them. Um, I almost find it somewhat comical that Terry Rozier is going to Charlotte. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't think Celtics fans are too mad about that. So we'll let's, see how it goes. let's throw 60 million at the third string point guard. That's a good idea. Hey, I mean, he, he's, he's good. He's good. It's he, just, he did leave them to the Eastern conference finals that, one year. That, that did happen. Something Kyrie Irving did not do for the Celtics. No. That's true. He was wearing a cool suit though on the bench, Roast except it. for game seven. He wasn't there. So now Boston, it's an interesting situation because this is all happening with Kimball Walker and they're trying to turn this into some kind of a three-team trade. I think by the end of it, we might have a 30-team trade in the NBA. Just everyone just swapping these parts. But Al Horford, interesting part of this whole equation. Does he go back to Boston? There's supposedly a mystery team out there. Um, if he doesn't, could that open up the market for a Steven Adams, for uh, Clint Capella? How about Andre Drummond? No one's really talking about Drummond. Like, could he get involved as part of a trade to become that new big man in Boston? All right, so I'm kind of going through this on the fly. You guys help me out here if I'm forgetting somebody. But obviously, we're all waiting to see where Kawhi is going to end up. Uh, We'll talk (laughs) with Nikki K at 530 what's going on out there in the Lakerland to see if, one, if it's happened by then, if it hasn't. What really uh, are the – what's really – uh, can, he, can he actually get there? Like, I just, I can't believe it. Like, that Kawhi is actually a, a pl- in play for the Lakers. Yeah, and so there's been a lot of stuff. Re- I mean, granted, there's a lot of stuff we're having to wade through. You know, reportedly LeBron James had a talk and said, hey, I'm willing to take an even bigger step back to accommodate you. And let's face it, in this day and age of resting guys, they could get through a regular season with Kawhi, with Anthony Davis, with LeBron, sort of scheduling their time off. You have to have a calendar, like a Google calendar, and make sure you don't overlap, right? But oh. if you do it, and then you get to the playoffs, now you got all three of them. It's it's a formula that could work. Hopefully whoever um, is in charge of that calendar is not also the person that was in charge of the accounting at the beginning of this <laughs> offseason. That would be terrible. Boy, there was some saving face going like, on there. Oh, wait, we actually have to have five guys on the floor. It's That's a rule. <laughs> All right, do you have the breaking news real quick, Madison? Oh, for sure. Before we go to break, my goodness, you're right, a power this shift. This is a league shifter. A power shift <laughs> in the National Basketball Association, the Detroit Pistons. We'll sign Derrick Rose to a two-year, $15 million deal. <laughs> Man, six years ago, this would have been awesome, wouldn't it, Jared? Uh, <laughs> wow. I mean, you think of their options at point guard. <laughs> Sorry, Reggie. <laughs> See ya. about the Bulls and Pistons? They can't stay off each other's teams. Oh, boy. Oh Dennis boy. Rodman, John <laughs> Sally, James Edwards. Who's Detroit's GM? I always forget. Ben Wallace. Uh, 
Oh, that's uh, oh, what the, the the cat that used to be at uh, the Hornets Pelicans. What's that brother's name? Uh, uh, no, it's it, it's not him anymore, is it? Oh, he left last year. That's right. It's I don't know. I think you he's won. He's bald. It. You, that's what I can tell you. You won it at the Little Caesars Palace. I think if you were calling number fifteen, Ed Stefanski. There you go. Ed Stefanski. No, Stefanski. he's the former Stefanski. with with the Nets, which by the way had a pretty big. <laughs> His Wikipedia page has him sitting in front of a 76ers backdrop. There you go. Done there. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, Wikipedia. yeah, like I said, now now that the Detroit Pistons are in the lead for the Eastern Conference, uh, we'll talk about some of the stuff that's happened. And from there, a uh, lot of stuff we're waiting on. Honestly, we're waiting on Kawhi. We're waiting on Al Horford. Um, I want to get into who's having a worst offseason, the Hornets or the Knicks. We'll talk about all that when we get back. By the time we've come back, I'm sure Woj had ruined somebody else's dinner. We'll get into all that. You're listening to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show, 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. Wake up with a franchise morning show on your radio and on Cox Channel 1334. Weekdays 5.30 till 9 on 1077 The Franchise. Get a hold of us on uh, many, many mediums. On Twitter, all four of us. Have, it's real odd that you have a show that all four have Twitter, but it's happening. I'm at TV's Jerry. That's at John M. Ham. I'm not being funny now because this is some serious stuff. This is very serious. Serious stuff. Agreements are being made, and it's remarkable because free agency is only 16 minutes old. <laughs> no, they, they meant 6 p.m. English time. <laughs> at Brady Does Sports. Are you still doing sports, Brady? Uh, yes. Right now I am. At, um, at oh, geez, here we go. Uh, it's not that hard. At Madison Morris? At Madison Morris. <laughs> that is my name. M-A-Triple-D-Z-Y-3. Nope. By the Six way, we, we need to call out that, that random Twitter account that's just at Madison. Remember that we found? Yeah, because I... So Brady and I had a conversation that I just wanted to make it at Madison. Yeah. Just simple. And someone else already has it. Spelled that way. Why so, don't you? And they, they haven't tweeted since like 2011. That's do, not fair. Do you have an Instagram, Madison? Yes, I do. Then what, do you do you have pictures on Instagram? Yes. At IG Model Madison. How hard no. is that? Yes. How hard no. is that? No. Madison, take a hard look in the mirror. What have I become? And so, she deletes her Instagram account. Simple. That must explain why she's going to Chernobyl. That's disgusting. <laughs> Listen, really quick. Uh, just if, if you're here for Thunder News, we got some good stuff for you. <laughs> The Pistons, Magic, and Thunder all have shown interest in point guard Shane Larkin. Hey, that's Barry's <laughs> son. Well, let's let's be fair. They've also have interest in Anthony Tolliver. There you go. Let's give let's give the Thunder fans something to hold on to. Uh, Shane Larkin is uh, he's re- he's mulling a return to the NBA <laughs> after leading uh, Andula Sausage to the Euro League <laughs> Final Four. Hey. I I don't know. Anna Dool uh, Efries or whatever. Anyway, they get to the Euro League Final you Four. Oh, you are cultured. <laughs> what? Listen, Andula Sausage are awesome. Uh, you can get that in gumbo. Anyway, uh, so yes, there, there is thunder news uh, happening. So, um, you know, real quick, I mean, I don't want to pee in anybody's post toasties, but this is, you know, the Oklahoma City thunder market. Uh, we're talking about free agency. We're going to be talking about a ton of other teams going on. Uh, is Oklahoma City going through some FOMO right now uh, because there's zero movement right now? Um, so here's the question I pose to you, and I pose to a lot of fans out there that may be listening, and those of you that should be. Okay, who is your whoever your favorite five point seven million dollar free agent is? I, I don't know exactly who that is. Let's say it's Wes Matthews. How's that? Oops, he didn't want to sign last year. 
Sam, Sam Pressy just tuned in. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> well, okay. well, let's just say let's just say everything lined up and they could sign Wes Matthews. Okay. Okay. Woo! Which is probably not going to happen for that five point seven million. <laughs> but if you could get okay. that, okay. or if you could get Russell Westbrook to make five smarter decisions per game, <laughs> which is going to make the team better? Mm. No, I'm serious. Like, Ooh. what? What would make the team better? They <laughs> so could they, add John. They need shooting. They could add Wes Matthews at 5.7, and if Russ continues to make those five dumb plays per game, it doesn't matter. They need a stretch five and a stretch four. And it doesn't matter if Russ is going to come down and chuck up a shot with 18 on the shot clock, Jerry. That's what I'm trying to say. John, when you give your children life advice, do you use, like, CBA examples? (laughs) (laughs) I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of stuff within this team that can get better. They've got a lot of talent. They're not, you know, I, I know we're talking about the wing rotation they had at the end of the season. Fair enough. Uh, sure, they do need some reinforcements, and I don't deny that at all. But throw whoever at this team. If Russ is still going to come down and commit a stupid foul to stop the shut the clock to bark at a ref, how much better can this team actually get? All right. <laughs> Good stuff there. Listen, let's, uh, and then we're going to do a lot of this throughout the show. Keep on telling people as you tune in. KD to the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie to the Brooklyn Nets. DeAndre Jordan. To the Brooklyn Nets. Dwayne Dedman to the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> now, is, is Jordan confirmed? Because I know that was rumored. I haven't seen it. Like, I, I've just, I just saw it like at 4.15, and then it's just been forgotten. Nothing's official. Why would they want a downgrade from Jared Allen to DeAndre Jordan? Oh. oh. Yep. Maybe. I mean, he's not he's not wrong here. That is not a hot take. Maybe because uh, that is part of the deal of who they're going to get. Four now, years ago, that would have been great. I, listen, I, I, I really, this whole Kevin Durant thing is just nuts. Okay? Because according to... And I believe it was Woj. Uh, Kevin Durant told Bob Myers, the uh, GM for for Golden State, today that he had made his decision. He was going to the Nets. He's still... Okay, first of all... Wait, hold on. I'm sorry, what? Okay, so he already... (laughs) Before... He's a part of that team. He can talk to Bob Myers. Yeah. Oh, no, he opted out, didn't he? Yeah, he opted out. But he could still talk to them. Okay. Yeah, he could still talk to the board. You're telling me he talked to Brooklyn? Uh Uh-huh. Before... Five o'clock and made up this decision. Also, one of the, my favorite rumors today was uh, second second hand that there was a meeting between the Knicks and Kevin Durant, and the Knicks were selling Kevin Durant not just on the money he'd make in New York, but the money he would make living in New York. And I thought, what is that running a bodega? Um, like what, no. what what extra money can you make in New York that you're not making now? I don't know why this this memory sticks in my head, Jerry, but uh, years and years and years ago, uh, there was a free agent, Rosho Nesterovich. You remember Rosho? Rosho played with San Antonio, played with Toronto, played with Indiana. He was he was a free agent at one point. Okay. And James Dolan was talking about wanting to overpay him because you know it's it costs more to live in New York. I mean, like, and that is one of my first thoughts of, I don't think this guy knows what he's doing running this franchise, and it has been a continual train wreck ever since. Have you heard his bar band, though? They're pretty, pretty. (laughs) Will you actually, will you look up, Madison, we'll actually get out of this uh, half hour segment with the James Dolan band. I'm not even kidding. I forgot what they're called, but James Dolan's band. Okay. I got to get credit to some fire tweets real quick. Okay, go ahead. Um, At Jeremy Lambert, I retweeted this a few minutes ago. It was so funny. Sources, OKC Thunder signing internal development to one-year deal. Let's Let's go. <laughs> Let's, we did it. Now, for two years, actually, they need to do that uh, because that's how long the window is open, I guess, for the championship. All right. Back to the Knicks, though, real quick. You ready? At a certain point, you have to acknowledge that the Knicks are 
04 Forever. I got this off of, I think, Clutch Points or whatever. Well, this is from uh, uh, Yaya Dubin. Okay, we, we there had you Jared go. Dubin one. Yes, good yeah, for you. Mm-hmm. Um, landing their preferred outside free agents. MJ, who is that? Oh, is that Michael Jordan? Yeah. Chris Weber, LeBron, KD, Kyrie, the list goes on. The things uh, that, what's it? These things are not the draws. Uh, they've been sold as since forever. Uh, to be a basketball team, not a marketing firm. Basically, what he's saying, man, they suck. It, it, I, they, I'm telling you, you can't get anybody to sign in New York. Um, they, that's a problem. And the the last big free agent they got was Amari Stoudemire, and he was busted. He was broke. Uh, they did trade for Carmelo Anthony rather than wait for him to come as a free agent, which sort of uh, shortened the bench. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing. And the Knicks were so confident, guys. They were so confident. I mean, James Dolan was going on local radio, just all sorts of hinting about how they were going to have, I mean, just trumped it up about how big of a summer they were going to have. Are they... Don't write checks your ass can't, Kit. <laughs> are they having a worst, uh, they having the worst offseason, or is it Or is it Michael Jordan's Charlotte Hornets? The Knicks are the Hornets? Because the Michael Jordan-led Charlotte Hornets have a homegrown talent. Imagine. I mean, listen, Kimber Walker is not... Russell Westbrook, but the small, the small market that they are—that's their equivalent. It's a guy they drafted. It's a guy they got. They mold it into being a Charlotte guy. He's, you know, he's the face of the the franchise. And when it's time to pay him to be, Michael Jordan whiffed on it. Well, I I was actually trying to uh, study up on this because I saw some random report, and it was retweeted by I think Bobby Marks. Um, Charlotte wasn't planning on giving Kimba the full max. Has that been? confirmed i haven't seen final number on that yet and and this is all a giant soup out there uh when it comes to al horford and potentially other things they could do yeah well like what i was going to say was if charlotte wasn't planning on giving them the max i'm sorry but i don't blame them because they're just stuck in perpetual you're either out of the playoffs or you're an eight round you're an eighth seed and you're gonna get bounced in the first round why would you want to pay so much money to one guy in a fran- in a market where you're not going to attract free agents, it just doesn't make sense. And even though, like, well, now what's Charlotte going to do with Terry Rozier? If it's, I mean, I don't know. Kimball Walker's a fine player. He's a really good player. But like Jerry said, he's not Russell Westbrook. No, he's not. But, I mean, another path would have been the Blake Griffin maneuver. Tell him you're going to have your jersey retired here. We can't wait for you to, you know, finish your career here. Then trade him in January. <laughs> I mean, look, that's that's cold. I know, but that's the other thing is that Charlotte could have done. Now, they, they have, in essence, they're probably going to swap Kimba Walker for Terry Rozier. But, yeah, the other alternative is sign him with no intent to keep him for the next four or five years. He is your superstar. What is it? I mean, whenever you look at it, the optics of Charlotte, I mean, and what they're doing with Kimba Walker, Madison, are they, are they taking a bigger PR hit than what the Knicks are, are doing? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, because, like, they put Kemba Walker on such a platform there in Charlotte, and likely so. I mean, he was a guy that really stood out uh, among that team just because they kind of – I was talking about this a little bit on the show yesterday. Uh, I was talking about the Rockets, but Charlotte was kind of one of those teams that possessed a good amount of talent, but they really got buried with everybody else that was in the NBA. And so, I mean, I don't know. I think that's – it, that's just part of the business. I mean, I kind of agree with what John was saying. It's just sometimes things can be a little bit harsh, but yeah, that's just kind of part part of it and how it goes. All right, let's go down some more of the news as we uh, trying to keep you up. Uh, we're going to be up here till seven, uh, seeing all the deals that are going down uh, today. 
Kevin Durant, obviously, with the Nets. Kyrie Irving with the Nets. Kemba Walker and the Celtics in a swap with Terry Rozier and the Hornets. That looks like that's going to happen. Chris Middleton staying in Milwaukee. Uh, Brooke Lopez staying in Milwaukee. Rudy Gay looks like he's going to stay in San Antonio. Two-year deal, $32 million on that one. Derek Rose signs with the Pistons. Two years, $15 million on that one. Uh, a couple of weird things that's happened that affect the NBA in a certain way, uh, and I just want to get your take on them. Darren Collison retires kind of out of nowhere. Uh, I want to say 31, 32 years old. A teammate of Russell Westbrook, which... Whenever okay, and John, you've gone through this, and Brady and Madison, you're kind of going to go through this here pretty soon. When all your friends start to get married and settle down, that's already happening. Go John, on. yeah, John, you know, when all your friends, you know, whenever they move on to that next stage of life, uh, this is going to hit Russell Westbrook. He's going to see a guy that he played with his age or whatever going to retire. Um, what do you think? When one, what do you think about Collison retiring? Two. Do you think this does anything at all to the psyche of, of Russ? I know it's a weird question, but that's what I thought of when I saw it. <clears throat> it. It was unusual because he seemed like he was in line for, you know, 10 to $12 million per season uh, this offseason. But, you know, again, Collison has had his issues in the past off the court. Um, if he's found something to kind of straighten him out and he believes in that deeply, you know, whatever makes him happy. Um, I, I just wonder, you know, is there going to come a point in the next season or two where a team is down a, a point guard and they're going to come back his way, you know, I, I, I don't know. 31 is awfully young to retire out of the league healthy. It was for his faith, though, right? Yeah, Jehovah's Witness. It was reported that he's a Jehovah's Witness uh, now Whoa. for sure. Uh, he's got a big one. And so that was <gasps> the so, Phoenix Suns got a point guard <laughs> that led to uh, his retirement. Uh, go ahead, Brady. You got in front of you. Um, um, okay, so per Shams, uh, Ricky Rubio has agreed to a three-year deal. Whoa. $51 million with the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker, you did it. Ricky Rubio, by the way, was was all but headed to Indiana. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, li- I was literally going to transition into. Which is why I said wow when well, that came through. Well, because now Jeremy Lamb's going there. Jeremy Lamb is signing a deal. Good for Jeremy. Good for Jeremy. I, do they make NyQuil? I think they manufacture in Indianapolis. What did he say? I don't even know where I am right now. I don't now. even know where <laughs> I am right now. Okay, so uh, so go ahead. Solidify what just happened in the last minute or so. Okay, so here's what's going down. Boyan Bogdanovich. <laughs> Indiana yes! Pacers going to the Utah Jazz. Yes. Oh. Four years, $73 million, Utah Boy, they're legit. Man, two yes, white fan bases are. about to hate each other now. They are so <laughs> legit. Okay. Ricky Rubio leaving Utah, signing with the Phoenix Suns. Yes. Jeremy Lamb leaving Charlotte, signing with the Indiana Pacers. Wow. Okay. So that's where we're at now. Uh, if you just didn't keep up with what just happened in the last minute or so, <laughs> that's right. Ricky Rubio in El Sol. Restricted free agent Malcolm Brogdon has a deal with the Indiana Pacers. So it's he is a restricted free agent. That means that Milwaukee can match it. They could. What's the deal? We don't know oh, yet. I don't know yet. Okay. Don't know yet. Indiana just Ennis cantered Malcolm Malcolm Brogdon <laughs> to the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, he's like, Duh. That's a hell of a move, though, because you think about it, because they just paid a ton for Chris Middleton. Yeah, I mean, they just paid a ton for Lopez. So why wouldn't a team go make them reach a little I, bit? I'm less inclined to say that that was pure petty, like, front office train no, craft. I'm sure they because, legitimately because, want. Well, because Portland eventually got Ennis Cantor, so they did like him. You don't just <laughs> blindly throw a... 
you don't blindly throw a max at somebody just because I want to screw this opposing front well, office. No, point guard just literally retired on him, so they do need point guard. They were flirting with Ricky Rubio. So, no, I, I imagine this is legitimate, but if you're going to do it, go ahead and do somebody who's in your division and either make him reach or make him give him up. And that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, I mean, again, like you say, Milwaukee has spent a lot of money, and it would uh, it, it would cost them a lot of tax dollars to match probably whatever the offer is. The offer is probably going to be north of twenty million per season, is my guess. Um, so, but I mean, I just wonder. The other thing to keep in mind here too, as we're talking, folks, think about OKC, because some of the thinking was okay. There's going to be movement in the league that could open up a spot for Dennis Schroeder. Well, Phoenix has filled its spot. Yep. Indiana may be filling its spot. Yep. Stephen Adams. Does, if he doesn't go to Boston, Sacramento's got their center now. How big of a market is there now for Steven Adams? 1077, the franchise 1079 in Tulsa. Guys, I got my big news, too. Go ahead and hit it. You want, what do you yes, want me to hit? The <laughs> breaking news sounder. Oh, you have breaking news. Hit me. Just as big as theirs, Daniel House has agreed to a three-year, is it eleven million? <laughs> is it Daniel or Daniel? Daniel. Daniel, Daniel is Daniel. flying tonight on a plane. I saw Rocket Man yesterday, by the oh, way. So. This, that's my least that. favorite song. Of, really? Yes. Oh, I got a story behind it. It's great. Have you heard Fuel? They did a cover of it. It was really good. Ugh. One oh seven seven. Have you heard Fuel? You had me at that. One oh seven seven. Franchise one seven nine. And tell us when we get back, we'll talk to Nikki K uh, out in La La Land. See what's going on with the Lakers and the Clippers. How excited is she to actually cover a contender? Make the switch. Oklahoma's new sound for sports. One oh seven seven. The franchise. She packed my bags last night. We fly. I just hate the song Daniel. I don't hate Elton John. Well, I like the song. Wow, I didn't know you had that kind of range, John. Wow. Okay. Jerry, please put your jersey back on. One of uh, <laughs> one of his, one of his best performances was in uh, Dodger Stadium. I don't know if you know that. That that was in the movie. Was it? He yeah. He came out in in sparkly Dodgers. Absolutely. Jersey with the baseball bat. People always seem to perform well when they're in Los Angeles. That's why we go to the Little Caesars Hot and Ready Hotline. <laughs> Madison. Um, I was trying to signal to you this computer where I uh, click the button to get Nikki on here is yes. not up and running. <laughs> So this is awkward. Nikki can hear us. We cannot hear her. Nikki, give us just a second. I'm trying to get the computer to Madison, work so I can press the button. That was one of my best like transitions I know, it really was. in my broadcast history. No, it absolutely was. And this is I, what Russell feels like when he kicks to the corner and not one and no one's ready. person can make the three-pointer. Did she just Patterson your intro? She just Patterson your intro. I'm so sorry. Rookie, um, rookie year Sabonis. Uh, I literally just looked over and this computer is black and I cannot. Okay. Yeah. So just, yeah, okay. banter a little bit. Nikki, hold tight. All right. We'll get this going. You got this. All right. Can you, hold on for just a second. Uh, we can talk about this on air. Can you get this up by yourself or do we need to contact someone? Uh, we actually might need to contact someone. Okay. There you go. Have you tried turning it off and back on again? Um, yes. Okay, then I got nothing. Okay. Oh, you might want to call our buddy Scott. Do you know who our buddy Scott? 
You might be able to help us out. Yes, okay. I know Scott. All right. What is that of the franchise? What Thankfully, we have stuff to talk insults. about. <laughs> John, you said you were afraid to uh, move away from your phone. Give us an idea of some of the stuff that's just happened. Goodness gracious sakes alive. Okay, so that uh, that four-year deal for Malcolm Brogdon, that offer sheet that Indiana's dropping on him is worth uh, reported $86 million. Okay. Um, so what else has happened to Ricky Rubio? We talked about that. Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza, uh, going for the money again. I don't blame him. Hey, must be the money. Some guys chase rings. Ariza chases money, and that's fine. (laughs) And just just happens upon championship teams every now and then. Brother willingly went to Phoenix last year, willingly going to Sacramento now, um, and and, and that's fine. I mean, not everyone's in it for the championship rings, right? Okay. Uh, Well, you know what? That was such a good uh, intro. The the hell we're not going to talk about what's going on in L.A. right now. But both the Lakers and the Clippers right now uh, sitting on the edge of their seat wondering, can Kawhi get to their squads, be it the Lakers or the Clippers? John, okay, the Lake, okay, the Lakers, it makes sense to me. It really does. You put those three superstars on the team. You fill them with whatever the hell you can. You can get to the finals and win a championship like that. The Cleveland Cavaliers did it with Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving just putting makeshift guys around them. And if I, if you think that I'm like underselling some of the other talent they had, I mean, come at me, bro, because it really was those three superstars and fill-in stuff. Yeah, it's um, I can I can see that idea, and I just talked about it earlier, kind of doing a timeshare with your leave time, right? You know, yeah. T- taking uh, strategically planning out your rest throughout the season, and then having all three locked and loaded for the playoffs. And yeah, I mean, here's the thing: the Lakers could fill up with those three stars and go get a bunch of minimum salary guys, and they're going to get. I don't know, a J.R. Smith, maybe a Kyle Korver if he's bought out. They're going to get some minimum salary guys because it's Los Angeles. That can be productive. If nothing else, I need you to go stand in the corner and make shots. I need you to defend. They can find those guys. Uh, Personally, I think they would be better off rather than getting the one superstar. Or or let, let me put it like this. If Kawhi doesn't come, it's going to be totally fine if they get Pat Beverly instead yeah and and a couple other you know if they re-sign reggie bullock and a couple other guys they're going to be fine that way too yeah and then listen that's the, the thing with whenever you have a guy like i don't know lebron james i guess we forgot it this year because uh, everything went so bad uh whenever he's playing at an optimal you know it, and he doesn't even have to play optimal here's what the toronto raptors did with Kawhi leonard this year is they made it okay for a superstar to play 65 to 70 games and still be fresh for the uh, playoffs if you have AD, who's known uh, for being injured a lot, it, you know, LeBron James last year, you know, he, his, last year was not the first time he's taken more than 15 or 20 games off. He's done it before with, uh, with Cleveland and with his sabbaticals and stuff. And Kawhi, another guy that you're going to do that with, if you can stagger, like you said, with the Google Maps or the Google calendars, <laughs> yeah. if you can stagger these guys and have them all ready and healthy for the playoffs, Man, that's going to be a hell of a run. And and that's the thing is we need to talk about the regular season versus the playoffs. And we can we know we know watching with the very team that we cover, Jerry. Do we not know that there is a difference between regular season and playoff basketball? Absolutely, absolutely. So you know that's the same thing with uh, with, with the Lakers mentality and others too. As uh, everything is furiously flying by on my screen. Uh, Brady, real quick with the uh, we talked about the Lakers here with the Clippers. Uh, Man, Doc Rivers, third in coach of the year this year, right? They trade Tobias Harris, their leading scorer in the middle of the season. Still uh, gave Golden State a nice little punch in the mouth in the playoffs. 
the way that they're assembled and Kawhi goes there, does that make them the number one, two, three seed in the in the West? I mean, it definitely makes them a player. Kawhi Leonard's the best player in basketball right now. He's the best player on earth. So him alone, I mean, he, he basically got a roster that you could make some similarities. He makes some comparisons between Toronto's roster outside of Kawhi with the Clippers. The Clippers are just, they're a really good team, a really good roster that's just down an alpha. And if Kawhi Leonard goes there, then you kind of flip that script now. I mean, you look at, how these signings, these trades have con- gone down. Uh, the Lakers are going to be up there, of course, and it's a shame we don't have Nikki K up there, but technical difficulties are their technical difficulties. Uh, Utah, Utah's going to be so good. And, I mean, you just keep going down the list. I mean, Dallas is going to keep Chris Porzingis. Is he, if he's healthy, who knows how good Dallas can be. And that's and Dallas, is from a Thunder perspective, that's always a tough out for the Thunder is just Dallas. So the West is going to be so good now. If Kawhi Leonard goes to the West, it just becomes comical how talented it is. Um, if he doesn't, even with how the Clippers are currently constructed, if they stay relatively the same, they've got some nice young talent that I really like. They've got some nice guys that they they would be an opponent that could catch you. If you're lazy going into a, a game, you know, kind of half-assing it, they can get you. They're that they're that good, but Kawhi definitely would put them into the top three or four into the West. John, I see a couple of things coming through the line real quick, but I just want to get uh, Madison's thoughts on this. Madison, uh, the L.A. teams are in Kawhi's like view, right. but why the hell would you leave a team that you just won a championship with? See, I was not, I was actually kind of wondering that too, but I I don't know. I've started to notice that a lot of the movement around this league right now has been about money, and so that's fine. I mean, if I was making that much money, shoot, I'd do it too, but. Um, I kind of thought it was weird that there was so much talk about Kawhi wanting to leave a team that he just won a national title with. Like, that's kind of bizarre to me. But, I mean, there's so much desire around this league right now to either get to a team and really bring them up if they're having a really lackadaisical season the past season. Or there's another big desire to just go play on the West Coast right now. And so I get it, but I just I'm having a little bit of trouble understanding what the big desire is for Kawhi to leave Toronto right now. All right, you want to hit the uh, sounder one more time, John? I'll I'll jump in here real quick, and I want to piggyback on something Madison said. Okay. First of all, Rodney Hood traded from Cleveland to Portland during the season, re-signing with the Portland Trailblazers, two years, sixteen million dollars. That's a excellent listen. It was excellent whenever they picked him up yeah. mid-season last year, and and he found a nice little spot there. And I think what is it the the reason why he fit in so well is because uh, shots uh, Stotts just told him shoot. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Stotts basically <laughs> yeah. just said shoot. Right. So there and, you go. And he provided some offense off the bench. For I him. mean, even Portland got better just because I thought Kent Bazemore was going to be his replacement essentially, and now they get right. both Kent Bazemore. Yeah, who's a He's a good player that not a lot of people know about because he's been stuck with the with the Hawks for the last few years, and Rodney Hood, who helped them win a playoff game. Yep. So their talent, their roster is it's not going to be exciting because they they haven't added some new cool piece, so no one's going to care. But they got to the Western Conference Finals last year. The West is so good. And also they lost uh, they lost Alpha Rook Amino by the way to Orlando. So. That did happen to them. So there you go with Baysmore, but I mean that's yeah. Uh, well, you, you got all those cologne models to make up for yeah. that uh, <laughs> small and power forward. Uh, I think there. they'll be fine. With how this worked out. You're going to piggyback off of Madison. So I was just going to say, I, I think more than ever, we don't know what drives these guys to make their free agent decisions more than ever. And you think about the Kevin Durant decision to go to Brooklyn. Same thing. Why would Kevin Durant leave Golden State if he goes back and he gets healthy? They're going to continue to roll the league forever and ever. But there are bigger factors that are driving these guys these days. Some of it is lifestyle. Some of it is their brand. 
Um, so, you know, I, I think if you're a Thunder fan today, take a little bit of solace that Kevin Durant was never going to stay here his entire career. I mean, I, I think you can say, I can safely say that now <laughs> that he would have, you know, but no, there's, uh, he, he never would have stayed his entire career here. So, you know, he left and he's moving on yet again. Listen, all this stuff going on and we'll recap all this, uh, you know, with uh, Kevin Durant, with Kemba Walker. Uh, we still don't know what Kawhi is going to do. We still don't know what Al Horford's going to do. A bunch of movement and we'll recap this uh, closer to the top of the hour. But one of the weirder things that happened in the NBA in the last couple of days, Miracic. Uh, Nikol- and is it Nikolai Mircic, uh last played with the Bucks, right? He moved on. Yeah. He was a, a key, well, I don't know if he's a key piece, but he's definitely a piece of the Bucks being the number one seed and playing in the playoffs as far as they did. Just decided to chuck the whole thing and go to Spain. Yeah, I mean, you, now Nikola Mirotic came over, uh, was with the Bulls, just knocked guys out there, <laughs> and uh, then was traded... <laughs> To the Pelicans, Bobby Portis. Bobby is, Portis. Yeah. Bobby Portis punched him out of the league. But yeah. go ahead. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he got traded to the Pelicans and then on to the Bucks, uh, and he had some injury issues at the end of the season. But yeah, it seems like that he's packing up and going back overseas because of being moved around so much. He wants some stability. There were some initial reports on his contract at like a six-year deal at like seven million per season that just it did not add up. It's probably a shorter-term deal for less money, but it's stable for him, and it's it's back where he came from, basically. Brady, your thoughts on a guy, a guy just packing up and just yeah, like, I mean, it, it's nah, it's not for me, bro. I mean, it's interesting that a guy that would have got a nice contract, you know, his talents, what, what he can bring to the table on a roster, he's a guy that could help – uh, I guess move the needle on a roster that just needs that extra guy maybe off the bench um, for a playoff contender or even a title contender. Um, I think a lot of people will remember Miritich from his uh, stint with New Orleans where he and Rajon Rondo, Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday, they, they just destroyed Portland in four, swept them, and uh, his stock kind of rose up um, after spending the you know his last few seasons with the Chicago Bulls before what John referred to. Um, but I guess, I guess it's weird, but I mean, just kind of like with Darren Collison, if you're just not happy with like the living situation that the NBA has kind of presented you with, then you know go do something somewhere else where you want to be happy. So, I mean, that's the, the way I've kind of looked at it. Okay, I asked you to uh, get a hold of us on Twitter uh, on the Keller Greg Memorial text line eight eight four seven four. Type in the word text eight eight four. Type in the word type in the word text and your message, and uh, we'll read some of that. Brian Smith says, Jerry, the Hornets couldn't pay Kemba the max because they are going to take part in NBA 2K League next year as an expansion team. Paying salaries close to thirty to forty thousand dollars for six people, a coach and a manager. They're also buying Alienware computers for the team's practice on to practice on. I like where this was going. Equals broke. <laughs> I mean, Alienware is kind of, I mean, it's kind of over-engineered for a lot of tasks, but if you're gaming, I guess that is the way you go. Make sure you get a good NVIDIA video card with a lot of bandwidth oh, uh, no. on a PCI Express bus, and, you know, you, you got to make sure you engineer it correctly. First of all, I want to tell any show to suck it, because you cannot <laughs> match what we do here with John Hand, not only the cap, but telling you about Alienware and the uh, the 2K League that, that they're going to join there. Uh, great stuff there, John. Not, I mean, look, it seems bleak in Charlotte, but they've still got Nick Batum for 20. <laughs> yes, I always forget about that. And Biz Macbiombo for 17. Oh, my God. Why did Kemba leave? Why? I, I'm, I'm at a loss. Why? Michael Jordan's a goat. And uh, Frank Kaminsky is, he's he going, right? Yeah, that's the thing. A lottery pick. Well, I mean, Whoa, I just thought about that. Michael Jordan. He'd be a nice piece on a roster, maybe close to, close to here. I don't know. 
Michael Jordan is a go because all he does is eat trash. Uh, <laughs> man, oh man, oh man. I'm that, sorry he beat the Pistons. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, but let's go ahead and just hand him over a team so he can just drive that into the ground. What did Isaiah Thomas do when he was running teams? Yeah, okay. Oh. Oh. What he had do? his hands in places. And that was the <laughs> last episode of the Franchise Center Insider Show. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That was me dropping the mic. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. At least he was great on television. Uh, <laughs> he gave Russell a standing ovation for the 2020 game. Which lost out to the Derrick Rose Petit. Thunder uh, fans were game. mad. They were angry. But it all comes full circle because Derrick Rose signs with the Pistons today <laughs> for two years. $15 million. Uh, 107.7 The Franchise. 107.9 in Tulsa. Just kind of go over if you're just joining us. Some of the big... Uh, signings and big things that happen. Uh, Kevin Durant does agree he will be taking his talents to Brooklyn. Uh, joins the Nets. Kyrie Irving. Uh, is There's enough out there to report that he will be joining him. Uh, what about the reports that KD leaked it out first so it didn't look like he was following uh, Kyrie? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Then don't put it on your stupid well, I mean, Insta-Face channel. He's following where his agency wanted him to probably go. Pretty That's much. right there. I mean, nailed it. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Terry Rozier, and uh, it looks like Terry Rozier and Kemba Walker will be switching places. Charlotte getting Terry Rozier. That's right, Scary Terry uh, down in Charlotte. And then Kemba Walker going up to join the likes of Gordon Haywood, Jason Tatum, and uh, Jalen Brown. Still very, very talented. Terry can't hang out with Drew Bledsoe anymore. No, good call. Shame. Good call on that one. Chris Middleton signs a max deal, or almost a max deal, five years, $178 million to stay with Milwaukee. They also keep Brooke Lopez at about $54 million for four years. Uh, so they're keeping their core in Milwaukee. Still no word on get out of here. Kawhi really hasn't said anything much. Still no word Shocker. on him. Uh, Al Horford still pieces have to fall. And then just a bunch of uh, not little moves, but uh, just interesting moves. Ricky Rubio goes to Phoenix. Uh, one of the Boyanj Bajanovic's, one, <laughs> one of them Bajanovic's, the Indiana, I think we, yeah. the Indiana Bajanovic goes to Utah, uh, making them very interesting. And uh, what else am I missing? I know there's some other pieces here. What, you, Garrett Temple, is that a big deal? Garrett Temple's also joining the the Brooklyn crew. And um, then uh, Trevor Reza out to Sacramento. I was sleeping on Dwayne Dedman to Sacramento, man. <laughs> I li- No, I'm not kidding. I like that. Right, because the 37% three-point shooting and yes, whatever. Yes, I think he fits in really nice with Sacramento. With what Sacramento, apparently per that one random report, they were interested in possibly trading for Steven Adams. Um, I love Steven Adams. And we've all said how important he is and how great of a player he is. Dwayne Devin fits in better with that roster than Steven Adams does. Rudy Gay stays in San Antonio, two years, 32 millions, and a couple of itches kind of stay where they're at. Uh, Vucevic down yeah, in with Orlando, Orlando. Mm-hmm. four years, 100 million. And Terrence Ross stays too. Oh, there you, well, there you go. That's, I don't know. That didn't excite me too much. And then in Memphis, they sign uh, whenever from the trade. Valanchunas. Yes, from the trade from uh, Toronto. Yeah. Valanchunas stays. Three there, years, so. $45 million. Bunch of stuff moving around. Of course, we're going to keep you updated on all that stuff. When we get back, uh, big story of the day. Uh, obviously, NBA free agency. We're going to keep you going. Uh, plus, we'll try to get Brett Dawson, Nikki K, all kind of fun stuff in this next hour. You're listening to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show on 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. 
KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, the big story of the day on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa. Big hour ahead it in this hour. Let me allow me to introduce myself. I am TV's Jerry, John Ham, Freddie Trantum, Madison Morris. You know what we need? We need more people. We do need more people. We need more people. More people, damn it. So let's go ahead and go out to the West Coast because it's the best coast. And Nikki K joins us. Nikki, how you doing? You guys, what's going on? Talk about a suspenseful buildup for my anti- highly anticipated <laughs> debut on the franchise. <laughs> you know, I, I'm really appreciative that you're calling just to check in on things. I don't know why you would want to call today of all days. I will have you know, Nikki, and then I'll let I'll let John ask the real hard hitting questions in a second. I will have you know that we talked to you when LA was crap. So I don't want to hear it. I don't I don't want to hear we had you on the show multiple times whenever we would go Lakers. Yeah. Anyway. And then we'd have to go to something else. So now the LA, not only the Lakers, but the Clippers, um, man, you guys must be sitting on the edge of your chairs. I I absolutely am. It's intriguing, exciting, and such a thrill. And very interesting because Nobody, I, I, I think to report on anything out of the Kawhi Leonard camp is it has the high likelihood of being false information because where is it coming from? You know, seeing, seeing that Chris Broussard tweet about the Lakers are are Kawhi's to lose, right? Or the, I, I don't know how you phrased it, but I, that just made me a little, raise my eyebrows a little bit because everything we know about Kawhi is that he's the most unpredictable person, right? I mean, the guy signed with, with uh, New Balance for crying out loud. I just, <laughs> I don't, you know, like, I don't see a world in which he joins LeBron James and Anthony Davis with the Lakers, and I think it would be so healthy for the NBA if he goes to a team like the Clippers or, or does a one-plus, uh, tries to run it back, although the East just uh, had a little bit of a shake-up there, huh? Just a little bit. Uh, but before I get Nikki, how you doing? <laughs> I am well. I am well. Good. So I am actually excellent. I I really um, this this is so exciting. This is a really exciting time in the league, and I I'm very uh, eager to see what happens in the next uh, 24 hours. Hopefully, we don't have to wait till July 4th for Kawhi Leonard to make his decision here. How how is your family? What are you doing? I'm having a conversation with a friend. The hard-hitting hard-hitting questions with John Hamm making me feel like a person and not just a person out in L.A. Damn it, John. If if you don't ask her a question that involves some sort of damn number here in a second, (laughs) we're going to call this whole damn thing off. Okay. Um, So, Nikki, numbers-wise, your career, how is it trending? Is it going – okay, no, okay, fine, fine. I'll ask the – I'll ask the other stuff. The Lakers. Uh, okay, look, we, we need to admit that sports teams in this country, some of them have a uh, pretty wide margin of error. If you're talking about yeah. Alabama football, Kentucky basketball, Yankees baseball, Lakers basketball, could any other team 
go from the Lakers mess that was in February to potentially having three All-Stars now? As a as, as someone who grew up a Lakers fan, I would say, I no. I mean, if if the Knicks had landed Kevin Durant, <laughs> if, I'm, only I feel if. bad for the, I feel bad for Knicks fans everywhere right now. It only if maybe that would you know swing the pendulum a little bit more towards the uh, you know dignitaries in their sense, but but I it is shocking what the Lakers have managed to kind of luck their way into, stumble their way into, purple and gold their way into. Um, I, as even as a fan of the Lakers, more so as a fan of the NBA, I kind of, I would like to see Kawhi Leonard elsewhere because, I mean, put him in the other team in Staples, on the other team in Staples Center. I just, I was, we, we just got past that point of having, you know, the dynasty of the Golden State Warriors. It's like, now let's mix it up again. And I, I don't want to have the super team that no one stands a chance against. 1077, the franchise 179 in Tulsa, talking to Nikki K on Spe- from Spectrum uh, TV down in Los Angeles. Yeah, Nikki, I'm just curious because, of, of course, there's a lot of excitement with Los Angeles with the Lakers, uh, Anthony Davis, LeBron. You know, we all we all know this, the potential of getting Kawhi Leonard. But I'm, I'm curious – since free agency has been up for the last hour officially, of course, it's been kind of going on for the last two hours, but whatever. Um, is the reality kind of setting in that, like, yes, the Lakers won a portion of this offseason, but the West is going to be so good. I mean, Utah is making moves. Uh, Denver is going to be a player, of course, Portland. Even Golden State, Houston, uh, Oklahoma City, Dallas. I mean, how, how much fun is the Western Conference uh, going to be in the NBA this coming season? Exactly. Like, I think the West is going to be wild. It's going to be crazy night in, night out. And that's why that's part of the the train of thought that it would be even richer with Kawhi Leonard on another team. And, you know, as of last night, there was some belief within the Clippers organization that Kawhi and KD would land in Clippers uniforms together today. So obviously that's changed uh, within the course of the past few hours. I know that the uh, there were little tweaks being made to the presentation to Kawhi uh, as late as yesterday. So who knows what that man is thinking? And if if you add him into back into the mix in the uh, Western Conference, that would just be such a thrill. And you know, then like I know earlier this season, Adam Silver was seriously considering putting West Coast. Uh, games at an earlier start time but if if we do truly have all these stars in the western conference that might be a real need uh in order to balance television ratings i think you just said it nikki though they went from having kd and Kawhi like playing together not even 24 hours ago where what if they don't get Kawhi? where do the clippers go and to be very honest with you we're talking about the los angeles clippers in a positive way uh, just tell me, you know, being from the, the L.A. area and, and covering both teams, Lakers and Clippers, just the difference in covering the Clippers now. It's it's crazy. And, check, I mean, if you take a look at the big picture, I mean, wouldn't you kind of identify the Nets as the Clippers of the East, too? Like, just the way in which we've thought about both franchises has completely shifted, and that's a true testament to the construction of the front offices and how well-planned out these teams have attacked 
these big summers. And the one theme that has come out time and time again from the, the Clippers front office, especially after chatting with Lauren Frank on draft night, is that they want to be patient. And they have multiple flow charts and uh, uh, alternative options for every scenario and no matter how it breaks down. I mean, they really, they were gunning for Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard. I don't think this front office is the type of um, has the type of build that they will go just spend their money because they have it now. So I think their their plan is to be patient. And, you know, maybe Kawhi Leonard does sign a one-plus-one in Toronto, and then the Clippers get another chance at him again next season. Whenever you look at uh, what KD's done over the last couple of years, obviously you were here whenever he left Oklahoma City. Uh, you got a good chance of being out there on the coast whenever he was in Golden State. Now going to the East and getting this ridiculous money for a guy that's not going to play one minute next year. Uh, what do you expect Kevin Durant's legacy to be from this moment on? Do you think he's going to come back healthy, help these Nets actually be contenders? Or do you think that this is just one of those weird things that's going to happen in the NBA where they're going to be spending a lot of money on a guy that's not going to do much? Yeah, so I, I do think the narrative and the way we looked at Kevin Durant in the wake of his departure from Oklahoma City changed in the NBA Finals this year. Once he went down with the Achilles tear and, um, you know, tried to play in that game, I think he re-won or he won back the, I guess, the sympathy and the hearts of fans. I think that lens is focused and that focus has shifted uh, as to, opposed to being, you know, the villain who, who left Oklahoma City to Golden State. And now I, I really think it's awesome that he's pursuing another challenge and another endeavor. And, I mean, it's going to be really uh, – I'm anticipating some comedy in the form of quotes from Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant in a New York media market um, and just kind of the exposure that those two – will undergo together. Uh, I think we're, we're going to be due for some, some good sound bites and press conferences out of uh, Brooklyn. Hey, Nikki, I have one last question before we let you, uh-huh. uh, let you go. But uh, So a lot is happening, obviously, tonight with free agency. A lot of movements are happening. This happens every season where guys were, will go different places and it will raise a lot of eyebrows. I really feel like this season especially is going to do that. Uh, just how different do you think this league is going to be next year? Is it going to be exciting? Is it going to be controversial? Just overall, how do you see it going? I think the league is thriving and Madison that's like you hit the nail on the head it's just we can't get enough I mean the jump is hosting a five hour draft night or the free agency night special today it's like we can't the content is continuous and I think I have to give a Royce Young's wife Carrie a shout out she tweeted something funny today when it was like free agency begins at 6 p.m. Eastern and she's like but when did it stop and it's true. I mean, <laughs> the news has been ongoing and continuous, and it's like, uh, God forbid you put down your phone for one minute because then you'll miss a flurry of push notifications from Woj and, and uh, Mark Stein, who's been crushing it today, by the way. So I just um, I think it's great. I think uh, even if the, the league considers shortening I mean, I, I'm interested to hear also what you guys think about the season length and the game schedule. I mean, 
even if they do drop games from the schedule and go to a shorter season, I mean, maybe that's even better because the games are must win night in, night out and uh, bumps up the ratings in that sense. But I just think, like, the new mix of personalities, fresh faces, and new uniforms, it's going to be so much fun. We will actually will entertain what you just got through saying because we don't want to. We don't know when we'll talk to you next. But uh, I wear black socks with my sandals, and I don't like the idea. I know that the NBA has oh, always yeah. always been a marathon, and that's part of it. Getting through injuries and and constructing your team of uh, twelve to fifteen people to make a run for it. So I think shortening, uh, I, I think actually takes away from some of the stuff. John, what shortening the season? Yeah. Um. I look honestly. I'm in favor of it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it if they want to go down that route. I don't understand the midseason tournament idea. Admittedly, I'm not a soccer fan. Maybe there's some big element that I don't understand there, but that's the part I don't get. If you want to shrink the season down to 72 or 66 games, have at it. Haircut? Yeah. Hey, you guys, breaking news. Tobias Harris is staying in Philadelphia. It looks like the numbers are five years, 180. <laughs> It's a K bomb. We break we <laughs> break news on here. We don't have guest break news. <laughs> Come on, Nikki. How dare I? Right. How dare I? <laughs> Go ahead, Brady. I was just gonna say, do you realize that you kind of indirectly said that Kevin Durant is just like running away from Nikki K? Like, yeah, you were here when <laughs> Kevin Durant left, and then you go to the West Coast, and then he just goes to the other coast. <laughs> like, oh stop hating God. on our guest here. Oh, she's sweet but a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll let... We, we will let you go on that note, and maybe we'll have you on again someday without John Ham. Thank you so much. All right, you guys. I'll, I'll continue to stay sweet but psycho out here in California. <laughs> Thank, you, Nikki. Thank, Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. Okay. All right, bye. Nikki, J- Nikki K joining us from uh, Spectrum Television out in Los Angeles, former K- uh, KFOR. Right Nikki over K. Uh, a, right, just right. a stone's throw from here. Really quick, is Tobias Harris overpaid? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The answer is yes. Yeah, absolutely. So the uh, process. But they were what? They were right in a game seven with uh, Kawhi Leonard. If he didn't. No, make, it's it's a similar situation in Milwaukee. It's a similar yeah. situation in Milwaukee. They have to pay him. They they don't really have a choice. Admit, I have a prediction. In three years, they're going to trade those two guys, Tobias Harris for Chris Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Yeah. Done. When a movable object meets. <laughs> A stoppable force. <laughs> 1077 of the franchise. 1079 in Tulsa. When we get back, uh, now that we got the phones rolling, let's go ahead and keep using them. We will get uh, the athletics, Brett Dawson. Listen at work to the franchise players. Gabe Eichert, Kelly Gregg, and Jerry Ramsey. Weekdays noon to 3 on 1077 the franchise. We're going to get the athletics, Brett Dawson, here in just a minute. But John Hamm is going to uh, take you on a trip about what's been going on with free agency. Real quick, though, this comes from an incredible source. Christine Leahy, who I believe is a uh, popular person on the American Ninja Warrior. Was here in Oklahoma City during those uh, the, the sessions for the Capitol. She says, Kawhi Leonard is going to announce his decision on PBS. Oh! <laughs> No second, no second source on that one. Yet, be a, like during Nova? Oh, oh, I hope not. I hope they don't interrupt Nova. It's going to have the same production value as Wayne's World. I told, uh, I told John he's actually already announced it. We just didn't hear him. <laughs> I'm going to go to my room. What, Kawhi? Thank you. Kawhi's like, does anyone care? Thank I just, you. Thank I, just, you. I, just, I just won the NBA championship. What it do, baby? Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, those are all so cringy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, do we have, like, nice music to for John to read read what's going on? Like, yeah, just, what are you talking Like, some background, oh, like, just piano background, music? Just background. Just something, something nice. That oh, John, some Sepultura. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, some Sepultura. We'll fire it up. Absolutely. Uh, just yeah, let something me see nice. Do you love when a producer, when a, a longtime producer gives his own producer this kind of stuff honestly it's totally fine because right now a car commercial is going right now so uh, oh it's just, pretty good though it's banging it's a good one nice oh it's one of the for car a, commercial bangers yeah it's a corolla yeah, all right stuff. and all right. click and we're ready <laughs> oh i'm so sorry john this is uh what, what is, is going, going on? on? <laughs> I don't know, but I love hearing myself in my as Ooh, I speak. I don't like that. All right, go ahead. I think, so, I, I, think I fixed it. All right, so uh, a few notes you might have missed because it has been fast and furious for the past couple hours. Jonas Valanciunas back to the Memphis Grizzlies on a three-year, $45 million deal. Damian Lillard agreed to a Supermax extension because, duh, uh, agrees to four years, $196 million. Of course, uh, to kick off the show, as everyone heard, Kevin Durant, uh, Kyrie Irving, and I missed the tweet from Woj, apparently uh, DeAndre Jordan as well, uh, will become members of the Brooklyn Nets some way, somehow, whether it's a straight signing or sign and trade. Brooke Lopez back to the Milwaukee Bucks on a four-year, $52 million contract. I believe so. I just said, woo-hoo-hoo. Splash Mountain. How about that? All right. Other deals that have been made. Dwayne Dedman, three years, $40 million with the Sacramento Kings. Terry Rozier to the Charlotte Hornets. Rudy Gay back to the San Antonio Spurs. Garrett Temple to the Brooklyn Nets. Harrison Barnes back to the Sacramento Kings. Chris Middleton back to the Bucks. Derek Rose to the Detroit Basketball Pistons. <laughs> Trevor Ariza to the Sacramento Kings. Get that money. Al Farouk Aminu, three years, $29 million with Orlando, along with Nikola Vucevic. Daniel House, three years, $11 million, back to the Houston Rockets. Jeremy Lamb, three years, $31.5 million bucks with the Indiana Pacers. Thomas Bryant, three years, $25 million with the Washington Wizards. Gerald Green, back to the Rockets. Uh, let's see what else. JJ Redick. How about this one? Two years, twenty-six and a half million with the New Orleans Pelicans. Thaddeus Young, three years, forty-one million dollars with the Chicago Bulls. What was the one right before that? Uh, about Derrick Rose. No, Jerry. Thaddeus Young. Nope, JJ Redick. Where's he going? JJ Redick to the New Orleans Pelicans. Orleans. That is a nice way to bring in our next guest on the Little Caesars Hot and Ready Hotline from the Athletic, Brett Dawson. Brett, a lot of big names moving, a lot of stuff going on today in free agency. Uh, but I know that you happen to spend a little time in uh, Gumbo World. I know no one calls it that. I just coined that. Uh, but you spent some time down there in New Orleans. And to see JJ Redick go there now with free agency and all the moves they've made. Kind of tell us what your expectations in New Orleans is next year. Well, first of all, this is great timing because somebody quickly needs to tell John Hamm to never again say New Orleans. <laughs> Get that out of the way. That's how Woj Let's says do that it. again. Woj He's pronounces wrong. it. The only, yeah. Woj is wrong. They're, they're going to announce in eight years that that's how you pronounce it. Woj is just that far ahead of the game, I guess. Um, but no, it's, it's New Orleans. Um, I love the Reddick signing. I think they're doing all the right things there in New Orleans. They're kind of getting a nice mix of some veterans to go with all the youth they're going to have. They've got some shooting now. They added a, a European 
you know, stretch four who I know absolutely nothing about, but it's the right idea. Um, and I think they're, they're taking a pretty measured approach. Uh, they've got a lot of stuff to operate with in the future in terms of their assets. They're doing exactly the opposite of what they did when they got Anthony Davis, when it felt very thrown together to try to win right away. They seem like they're taking really prudent steps, and I think they're building a very nice team. I think they'll compete for the playoffs this year. All right, so Brett, uh, Oklahoma City, we're basically watching everyone else open the Christmas presents while we sit on the couch, and we're just so excited for everyone. Um, but it's kind of interesting. I mean, a couple of guys, obviously Dennis Schroeder, Stephen Adams, uh, guys that people have thought, well, maybe the Thunder may move them to improve the team and or cut costs. But the movement around the league, how much do you think it is is shrinking their market? Well, it's interesting. The, the Malcolm Brogdon move... I think it's interesting uh, in, in, in as much as it sort of affects Schroeder, right? Because Brogdon going to Indiana sent Ricky Rubio, who I think was going to go to Indiana, to Phoenix. And so now there's two teams instead of one that sort of solved their point guard issue. Um, so I, I think that's interesting. It takes one off the board. But I will say, you know, Charlotte goes out and gets um, Terry Rozier. Uh, you know, there are going to be some teams. The Knicks were interested in Terry Rozier. Several teams were interested in him. So it's one of those teams going to be a need to remember the Knicks have a ton of cap space and so maybe they'd be a team that would be looking to take on a point guard so I think the point guard market is still I think it's still kind of out there what happens with center who knows you know Boston is the team we heard so much about Boston and Sacramento just in terms of kind of I, I would say locally reported things uh, from those two places nobody like uh, you know Shams Rani or, or Woj reported any kind of interest from those two teams and Adams but Boston still needs a center I think there was a moment today where it looked like they were going the the, the Al Horford returns direction seems like now they're not. And so there, there might still be a market there. But today has certainly changed the Sacramento Gata Center, for example. So that changes the outlook a little bit. Brett, what do you what do you tell Thunder fans that are, you know, sitting here watching free agency unfold before them and the Thunder obviously, you know, everyone that's covered the team is let try to let everybody know like how just how how strapped for cash the Thunder are. There's not a lot of wiggle room for the Thunder to actually do anything. So what do you tell Thunder fans um, look, looking at the season moving forward with all these other teams improving seemingly just with uh, adding players like Utah, Portland, uh, the Lakers? What do you tell Thunder fans to just basically still be excited for when you consider that they still do have Russell Westbrook and Paul George? Well, I, I don't think uh, it's a fair question. I don't think it's my job to keep them excited. You know, if they want to if they want to be gloom and doom, they can do that. I, I understand that you feel that way about you know, everybody making these moves. I think the one thing I would tell Thunder fans is, you know, it's 625 uh, on the first day of free agency. And so, you know, there's a lot of time left. There's, they're not going to be players for, you know, any of the big name free agents and probably not even anybody in the second tier of free agents, but there's a lot of time left to make a roster, to make some changes. Um, and I think the other thing I would tell people is to remember that while you're watching teams make these big moves, the Thunder have made theirs. Paul George was their big move. Uh, Dennis Schroeder was a big move for them. So they built a team that they thought was a contender, and that team got to 18 games over 500, and Paul George got hurt, and things kind of fell apart. So, you know, I, I know I understand why there's a lack of excitement about this team because the way they, they they bowed out in the playoffs, I totally get it. Your, your lasting memory of a team is usually the end, and the end was really bad. But I would say, you know, I don't think they're going to run back the same team. I think we'll see some changes. You're just going to have to wait a while when you're operating with the tools that they have. 
talking to Brett Dawson from The Athletic. Uh, go to The Athletic, subscribe, and read all of his stuff, please, now. Uh, real quick, uh, I know that you, uh, you cover the NBA. You travel mm-hmm. around and have done a hell of a job for quite a few years now. Uh, the Knicks are a huge, stinking garbage can. And uh, I just want to want to share this with you. This has come down like while we've been talking uh, from Rona Shelburne. She says the Knicks owner, Jim Dolan, was not prepared to offer Kevin Durant a full max contract due to concerns over the recovery of his Achilles, league sources have told him. Basically, I think what's going on right now is the Knicks saying uh, the girl that turned them down wasn't that pretty anyway. Um, you missed a sentence in that tweet, Jerry. Oh, uh, the last one. Knicks <laughs> officials are in Los Angeles tonight meeting with free agents such as Julius <laughs> Randle. That's that's yeah. That's uh, that, uh, that, that's a dig. That's uh, also awesome. Uh, what? Is, okay, just kind of your beloved NBA, my beloved NBA. Uh, the Knicks continue to be a joke, and they've been a joke for damn near a, you know a decade, maybe a decade and a half. I'm trying to remember when they were last yeah. relevant. Um, I mean, Patrick Ewing was there. Matt. Is it, is it yeah. the, the, I 1998 mean, was the last time they were really relevant. Jeez, right? They were in the finals in 99, but they were still an eight seed. That was disgusting. But anyway, point being, though, they are supposedly one of the, you know, the, the stabilitators of, of the NBA that they suck oh. constantly. So. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, Brett. I guess that was just more of a statement than a question. <laughs> Nerlens Noel has well, agreed to re- has agreed to a deal to return Ooh. to the Thunder. Oh. Now they can be excited. Very surprising. Now. Also makes me wonder what else is going on. I'm with you, Brad. Um, because if you're doing that, you're probably not getting him at the minimum. You opted out of a contract at the minimum, so you're paying him something more than that. That's adding money. You know, I, I think we've known they were going to have to cut money somewhere. So if they are. Adding that money, it's got to come from somewhere else. It's, it's uh, makes it, it's an interesting question now. Okay, Jerry, you, you were saying? No, I was just saying how much the Knicks suck. Uh, let's. Go. <laughs> the NBA cowers in fear as Nerlens Noel returns to Oklahoma City. But okay, so now obviously that's a woge bomb. Uh, by all means, Brett, react off of this. You said uh, you wonder what's going on. Uh, just elaborate a little bit because honestly, we don't know how much money, but whatever it is, it's going to be more because of the luxury tax. Yeah, I mean, obviously, anything they add, so if they're adding anything more, if they're signing into anything more than the minimum, and I doubt they are. I mean, maybe there's more years involved, but I, I, I doubt they are signing him at the minimum when he just opted out of the minimum contract. I would imagine it's more than that. Uh, John would know a little bit more about tax implications than I do, but right now, as they stand in the repeater tax, they've got a sizable tax bill uh, coming if they don't get under the tax or significantly reduce how far over the tax they are. So. They're signing their own Noel. I think this is unexpected to me, certainly. I, I, I think most people would agree with me that on the first day, this is pretty surprising because I thought if Nerlens Noel was going to come back, it was going to be in light of some other things happening that might drop a little money somewhere else. So this, I still feel that way. It just happened quickly. So that, that leads me to believe that there's going to be a move in place to get some money off the books. Now, you know, uh, John and I have talked about this. They, they've got a long time to do that. They don't have to do it till the end of the season. So they've got some, some flexibility in terms of when they cut that tax bill down. But I do think this would indicate to me they've got some sort of plan to do it. Uh, you know, if, if not in the short term, then certainly long term, they see a path. You know, and, and Brett, as we're watching free agency unfold, we, we talked about the dumpster fire that is the New York Knicks. Uh, there's, I mean, there's the Clippers. That's not a dumpster fire, but they're a team that could possibly miss out on free agents. So, I mean, do you see either one of these as a possibility that if OKC needs to offload some salary and those teams start looking ahead towards free agency next year, do, do those planets possibly line up? 
You know, it's possible. I, I think, you know, you have to look at teams. That, that was always, I think, going in, you knew like a team like Sacramento, you knew was going to have it. They're using theirs up pretty quickly. So they come off the books. But there are also going to be some teams that strike out. The Knicks cleared enough space to get two max players. They probably now aren't going to give a max because, you know, you're certainly not maxing out Julius Randle. You're going you're gonna to have some money out there, to, to some space to kind of play with. And if you're in the stage the Knicks are in, it's a move you might want to do to facilitate, you know, you might, you might help somebody get off some money somewhere else and you get an asset that helps you. You know, I, I think for the Knicks, and I, I'm reacting in real time, John, and I'm getting texts and stuff, so bear with me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I think for them, I just think today shows you a little something uh, about what you need to start to think about as a franchise, and that's competence um, on the floor. I think they've done the right things off the court. I do. I think they've, they've put themselves in position to build a team. They didn't get the free agents. So now you do the next thing that teams do when they don't get free agents. That is try to build a decent team on short-term contracts, take back some stuff that other people don't want, still get a high draft pick, but start to build towards something that other players might find attractive. All right, Brett, I will let you get to uh, doing some work because I know you got some work now, especially now that some uh, Nerlens Noel uh, stuff came down. That's going to be really exciting uh, for Thunder fans to read and what's going to happen with that. Um, I think, though, honestly, I, I want to get my opinion on, on there on something real quick. With the money that comes down, like you said, John's going to be a little bit more on uh, what the luxury tax with that is going to be. You're right. I mean, there has to be some other moves happening with that because everything we heard in the last month has just been they're looking to shave some salary or shave some stuff down, and adding Nerlens is not shaving anything. Right, yeah. I mean, it, it would indicate most likely that there's a uh... – some sort of significant move coming, but I think we've always known there would be some significant move coming. I always thought I always thought it was unlikely that Nerlens was going to come back unless they had made some kind of trade involving Stephen Adams. That might not necessarily be the case. Obviously, he was Stephen's backup this year. He could be again. Um, so I, I, if he's comfortable here and he just wants to be here, um, that makes some sense. But just financially, just the idea that they would add him in something probably above the minimum. And again, you know, I hate talking about this stuff when it's this, this soon. I don't know. You know, maybe he's maybe he is resigning at the minimum. I don't think anybody expected him to take the minimum last year. But you would think if it's something more. So if they're just adding money to pay for New Orleans Noel, then most likely money is coming off somewhere else. All right, Brett. Great stuff. Appreciate it, bud. Thank you, guys. All right, see you. Brett Dawson from The Athletic joining us on a very busy day for me. I, I, at first, I thought it was going to be casual, have a little conversation with him. But then the news comes down. Got to get that guy to work. Very timely. Yes. Very timely. Uh, so just to give an indication, and look, I, I can't stress this enough. Luxury tax is decided at the end of the regular season. Okay, so there's between now and April in terms of the tax bills. So um, it, to me, I'm not so much – I don't care how much money it costs. I, I honestly don't. Neither should fans. Uh, I, I kind of – it's an interest of mine, but you know, don't get too caught up in it. It's more about how can this team improve? How can they get better? I think a lot of us had the idea after the season, Nerland's gone. And you would understand. Had made had made a big I had that idea yeah. when he signed on July second last year. No, he, he's, exactly. He's <laughs> if he's still here, it's probably because everything went wrong and right. no one will want him. So this is the best case scenario for the Thunder when it concerns Nerland's Noel because he played really well as a backup center. There were times where he was a better matchup than Steven Adams. Right. And he gives you that athleticism, that that ability to block shots. He gives you that ability to guard speedier uh, guards on the perimeter with his quick hands. He can get steals. Like he gives, he brings you an element that helps this roster. And so I think one of two things: it's either a that no, that they are interested definitely in, in keeping him 
in the in the organization and they're going to look to offload some other stuff or this is part of uh, more subsequent moves down the road and as brett mentioned it's 633 on the first day of free agency there's a lot of time to work with here yep 1077 the franchise 179 in tulsa uh, a little bit of time for us to work with and when we come back we will get from the dylan and todd show let's go ahead and call it the todd and dylan show todd lisenby will join us uh, to give us his incredible thunder insight the flagship station for OU football is Oklahoma's new sound for sports. 1077, the franchise. One oh seven seven the franchise, one oh seven nine in Tulsa. Free agency special of the franchise Thunder Insiders, Brady Trantham, Madison Morris, John Ham, Jerry Ramsey. Brady and John have been nonstop looking at their laptops since this show started. Madison Morris doing what she does with intensity and fire. For sure. I just kind of sit here and song and dance guy. By the way, nobody's talked about it. I mean, again, we, unfortunately, we didn't get the Twitch up. Like, sun's out, guns out. Nobody's talking about the surge, sunset throwback jersey that i'm wearing i thought that was jeremy grant <laughs> i didn't even look at the back of it i just saw the sunset jersey i just assumed it was kyle singler as wide as you are over there okay <laughs> first, <laughs> first of all this is i always win the t-shirt or whatever con- uh, contest that we have this unless you don't this once again is a uh th- this is a winner this is fantastic and doesn't and it doesn't not look great on me brady i mean <laughs> so I'm, I'm laughing at something else. Oh, okay. I, I'm honestly, I'm laughing at something else. No, no, and, okay. and it goes through some breaking news that Madison pulled uh, out during the break. Madison, hit the break. There you go. The New York Knicks finally got their guy in free agency, Jerry. There we go. Let's do it. Julius Randle. No, no, oh. no. The Knicks. Think about this. The Knicks traded Kristaps Porzingis to open up the space to sign. Julius Randle. They wanted Zion. <laughs> they got Zion. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Julius. Ir- I thought it was Julius Irving. <laughs> Different ah. Julius. They, they might as well have got Orange Julius because Orange <laughs> which is delicious, by the way. Didn't he murder somebody <laughs> in the nineties? That's someone else. So, so yeah. How did it escape your description? He described yes, he described Zion as Julius Randle with hops. Yeah. Basically saying uh, that Zion uh, was an IPA. So this is a great <laughs> signing. <laughs> There you go. I knew you'd appreciate that. I knew you'd appreciate 90s that. 90s John Hamm is screaming oh, internally. Uh, <laughs> Madison oh, Morris, how, yeah. how, what's the uh, estimated time of arrival for Mr. Todd Lizenby? Um. Oh, yeah. You guys want to talk to Todd? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Todd Lizenby will be Honestly, joining us yeah, you shortly. came in like saying how great of a job I've been doing, mm. and I, I totally just, forgot that we had it. To be moment. honest with you, it's just written down, Madison. I don't, oh, be- fine. I I, don't believe it. I, I just this. I just read what I, what oh, I, I write down. This. And so I don't insult anyone. Uh, but yes, Todd Lizenby will be joining us from the uh, Todd and Dylan show here in just a minute. Uh, because I, if we're saying anything good about the Thunder, we want to make sure that we have a counterpoint uh, in case in case we're getting too homerish. Uh, the Thunder news, by the way, if you're just now tuning in, um, Nerlens Noel is re-signing with the Oklahoma City Thunder. John, something similar like this happened last year, though. Remember, Oh, if they sign uh, Paul George, which they're not going to, but if they do re-sign Paul George, there's no way they're going to be able to afford Jeremy Grant. And sure enough, you got the twofer 
uh, you got Paul George and Jeremy Grant. So once again, everybody was saying where they would not be able to uh, re-sign Nerlens Noel. Oh, hell, here he is. And remember, that was under the specter of Carmelo Anthony's $28 million a salary on the books. And what people were saying was they can't afford to bring back a Jeremy Grant and do this and that because, my gosh, they got so much luxury tax. But then what did they do, Jerry? Made a trade that trimmed salary and brought in a different rotation guy that opened up a role for Jeremy <laughs> Grant, etc. So, um, like I say, it's day one of free agency. It's just it's interesting that this came together as quickly as it did. I'm glad you answered your own question because I honestly had no no idea what to answer on that. Uh, 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa, joining us on the Little Caesars Hot and Ready Hotline. Uh, fresh from his other job at DoorDash, uh, it is <laughs> what? It is Todd Lizenby. Todd, how you doing? Hey guys, how are you? And lady, good to be with you on this uh, Sunday afternoon. I have to say, Madison asked me how I was doing. I'm a little upset because uh, Brady Trantham asked me to be on the OKC82 podcast, and then he showed up and said, "Hey, Madison won't be on with you. She'll be on." <laughs> the whole reason I agreed. Yeah, no I one really I get to do radio with Madison. And no one really gives a damn about me, but it's okay. <laughs> right. I just want to uh, I just want to say first of all, you guys are doing an incredible job. You guys sound awesome and as I've been uh, out running some errands today, I've appreciated every minute of the coverage and I finally figured out that it takes three people I like to offset Jerry. So <laughs> I want to congratulate gotta, you guys on finally uh, teaching me that. Got to dilute the Ramsey. That's right. <sighs> all right. In full force, Todd, that you are. And, and please, by all means, get that guy's Kentucky Fried Chicken to him soon enough. Uh, <laughs> if you would, tell us. I mean, honestly, we'll go Thunder first and then uh, the big stuff. Uh, I'll let the uh, serious people handle that, though. The Nerlens Noel, you, you saw that come across. And your first reaction was? Um, you know, I think as my first reaction, because, you know, me, I mean, if you listen nine to noon, all we ever do is talk about the Celtics. That's the first thing I think of, uh, was <laughs> Noel was the guy who was mentioned with the Celtics along with Adams. It was a thought that maybe if they went away from, you know, if they couldn't get Horford, that that might be one of the guys It makes me think that maybe Horford is coming back to Boston, uh, because I thought that might be a legitimate thing that the Celtics might overpay him for a year or two. Noel, that is. So I think it's good for the Thunder. It gives them the depth they need at center. I will say it does seem like the Thunder are, again, a year behind the trend, uh, which has now been set by Portland of running it back because that's certainly the feel it has right now around this organization. Yeah, and, I mean, again, we have to caution everyone, as, as we keep saying, you know, it's June 30th, so there's there's still some time to work with and a lot of moves to be made. And what you're seeing is a lot of teams across the league using that cap space to sign their big shiny free free agents, and then, then you're going to see more trades get announced. But – you know, when I saw that come across, Todd, you know, I, I had been kind of operating under the assumption you had asked me several times, Nerlens Noel going to be back? No, I, I didn't think he would be back. The right. fact that he's coming back, it feels like this might be a setup for something subsequent down the road. That's very possible. That's very possible. Although, and you would know better than me, John, I don't know who a possible suitor is for Stephen Adams right now. I mean, maybe it's still the Celtics if they don't get Horford. I, you, you've talked about the captain yeah. now gymnastics they'd have to do to make that work but it's not the kings anymore is it no kings got their guy um and, and that's what that's what we talked to brett a little bit about as these you know as these teams start filling in their areas of needs be it point guard and center you know how does that narrow the market and you're right not, not only that but now boston as i mentioned you know stephen adams is probably still in play there but still there's maybe clint capella i even threw out andre drummond like there's there's a little bit of a surplus to pick from if, if you're boston as well 
Can they get anything from the Knicks? They can get uh, cap space. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, the the Knicks are. Hey, they have Julius Randle. Pop the champagne. <laughs> no, I mean I'm just trying to think of teams with cap room, John. And, and like I said, you right. know better than me. It just doesn't seem like there's many options for Adams. So uh, maybe. Maybe the answer isn't that they're going to move Adams. Maybe the answer is they're going to move Robertson or Schroeder or both. And that's the thing is, as you look at, you know, how can they tidy up the books a little bit? Uh, as If the Clippers do come up empty, if the Knicks come up emptier than they are already, maybe those are options to offload guys. But, you know, you talked about the Thunder sort of being behind the trend a little bit, and, and I agree with you. Um, they, they've had some success during the regular season with what they've had for, you know, a good chunk of the season, not an entire season. But, yeah, I mean, this is an opportunity, I think, for them to maybe get a little transformative if something can come together. 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa, talking to Todd Lizenby on the Little Caesars Hot and Ready Hotline. Um, look, we all know what a dumpster fire that New York is, and I don't know how much better it was made with signing Julius Randle, but uh, Todd, I want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on with the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, were you were you a Jordan fan growing up? Uh, of course. I mean, you know, I was a Jordan fan like you were. I appreciated his game, but he played for a rival team, so I used to think he got away with everything because he did. And, uh, and, and, you know, I hated on him, but I, I always appreciated his game for well, sure. Well, he's not getting away with anything here in the NBA as an owner. Uh, no. Doing what he did with Kemba Walker, and I think John, we talked about this in the first hour, John kind of understands uh, what he did with Kemba Walker because he isn't Russell Westbrook. He's not Kevin Durant. He isn't a, a transformative, uh, you know, just player out there that is just makes your brand that much bigger. He, he let a guy go, but he let a homegrown guy go for Terry Rozier. I mean, what do you think about that? Well, you know, it's weird. I had a discussion with Brady about this on the podcast the other day, um, thefranchiseok.com, if you want to listen to it. Um, I, You know, I, I kind of have thought about it more and more, and I've kind of changed my line of thought on teams like Charlotte, teams like the Thunder. You can't really, in my mind, if you're a team like that, you can't really just throw everything away and rebuild and tank and, you know, try to amass draft picks and go into a full-on, you know, sell the whole house type of mode. Because in the NBA now, there really are only about – I don't know, five to eight franchises that on name alone can find free agents. If Charlotte's terrible, they're not going to get any free agents. They're going to have to go through the draft, and that's a slow and long and arduous process. A place like Boston, they can go through the draft and sign free agents. Same with the Lakers. But a place like Charlotte, Oklahoma City, you're going to have to go through the draft if you really, really just throw everything out the window and start over. So, you know, Jordan's trying to, from all I've read, he's trying to walk that fine line of not being the luxury tax, but also not be terrible, which is why you go out and, and sign a guy like Terry Rozier to take a, you know, a stab in the dark at somebody. I mean, obviously they're they're not they're not managed well in Charlotte, and you know, if if it's me, yeah, it's an overpayment, but you kind of have to keep Kimball Walker there, I think, if you want to be relevant. I mean, I I, I kind of see what he's doing. I don't agree with it, but. Um, you know, he's put himself behind the eight ball with bad contracts already, and that's that's kind of where I think the Thunder are at right now to some extent. Obviously not to where Charlotte's at, but they put themselves behind the eight ball with some contracts, and I don't know what they're going to do to make their roster better. Um, you know, they they I guess, I guess the one thing the Thunder have going over a team like Charlotte is they do at least have a couple of guys locked up long-term that are good players. The question is, though, 
you know, are they are they willing to pay the luxury tax forever? Because that's the only way I can see the Thunder roster getting any better. As for Charlotte, I mean, if it weren't for the Knicks, you're right, Jerry. We'd be we'd be making fun and laughing at Charlotte right now. But thankfully, the Knicks are out there for Michael Jordan. Uh, just like just like in his playing career, <laughs> make him look a lot better. And uh, last one before we let you go here, Todd. Um, looking around, and you, I mean, obviously the Brooklyn Nets have done what they've done, but whenever you look around, uh, and the Lakers also, like who has have who has had the best off season so far? Day one, hour two into free agency, right now, who has had the best uh, off season? I'll give you one that I think people aren't talking about enough. I think the Utah Jazz might have had the best off season. Mm-hmm. With the uh, with the Mike Conley trade and picking up Bogdanovich, I think they are going to be one of the favorites, deservedly so, in the West next year, and they deserve a lot of credit for what they've done. But obviously, you know, basketball is a star-driven game, and two of the biggest stars went to the Lakers. If they get Kawhi, then I think that makes them definitely the winners of this offseason. Um, but, yeah, I think the Utah Jazz are the under-the-radar team right now that's had a really, really good offseason. And I don't, I don't hate – I don't really love it, but I don't hate what Sacramento's done either. So good stuff. Listen, I always knew I'd get stuff, great stuff from you. Appreciate you coming on, and Dylan uh, and Todd show nine to noon weekdays on the franchise. Where can we hear you? Dylan uh, and Todd show <laughs> nine to noon weekdays, weekdays on the franchise, and on the OKC eighty two pod. <laughs> great stuff. Thank you from last week. Great stuff, Todd. Appreciate it. Uh, better stuff from you guys. Always. Always a pleasure. Talk to you tomorrow, Todd. All right, buddy. See you. <laughs> Todd Lizenby joining us on the Little Caesars Hot and Ready Hotline. All the stars, Nikki Kay, Brett Dawson, Todd Lizenby. My goodness. What a show. What a show. I'm very proud. I'm very proud. I would like to turn this one in to the Marconis. This is the one I want to do. I'm, re- I'm recording it. We, we are sort of like an Avengers movie now. We're like, we're Robert Redford. Right, we, we we are like oh, and by the way, this dude's in the movie. Like all the big names are up here in, in our guest stars, and then we're just sort of down here. We're there. We're there. That's fine. That's it. Samuel L. Jackson. I'll take it. We're those will, guys. I will absolutely take it. All right. Uh, before we get out of here and uh, take you back to programming, uh, regular programming after this, let's kind of get you on to what's happened so far. KD, Kyrie, DeAndre Jordan, which is a very under. Uh, appreciate it move. And the Knicks kept him after the trade deadline to lure Kevin Durant. I just I can't laugh enough. Uh, we know what's going on with the Lakers right now. They're still waiting to see. Uh, and so are the Clippers. And who else do you think is talking to Kawhi? Is it just Clippers, Lakers, and Toronto? Probably. I mean, the, the New York oh, team. Oh, the Knicks. The Knicks. <laughs> probably not going to happen. Just, just I'm going to guess on that. Probably not going to happen. I guess... No, I guess Dallas could potentially yeah. maybe get involved there. Uh, Utah, like Todd said, uh, some some really smart moves. I wouldn't say they're big moves, but smart moves. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, they have been sort of slowly, quietly. Look, they had a good system to begin with, okay? And obviously, Thunder fans remember that from a couple of years ago. Um, but with Donovan Mitchell still in his rookie contract, and you've got Defensive Player of the Year in um, uh, Rudy Gobert, and then just a bunch of other nice complimentary pieces, and then they didn't have to gut much of that at all. They had to let go of Derek Favors, but they're getting Mike Conley. They're getting Boyan Bogdanovich. Boy, there's going to be some driving lanes for Conley and and, uh, Mitchell now. Uh, All right, so a bunch of names that uh, have not signed anywhere yet. By the way, Tobias Harris staying with the 76ers. We all agree, sort of getting overpaid, but got to bring it back. We don't know any. Right, yeah. Yeah, five years, 180, but 
sort of had to happen. I, I was just going to ask, because um, I was just busy putting the story up on the franchise okay about New Orleans Noel. Apparently, Woj said somewhere, not on Twitter, but maybe on TV, apparently he said New Orleans signed a two-year deal, $13 million. That wouldn't add up. That wouldn't well, add up. I, I just, I'm seeing it retweeted all of a sudden, and it's just some news station saying that per Woj. Okay. So he well, may have only he he would only been able to say it on TV like in a in passing. Now, if if he started off at five point seven, okay, and then that second year could be you know eight percent more than or yeah four percent more than that. Anyway, it, it would come up less than thirteen, but it could very well be a two year deal at OKC's full mid level exception. Yeah, because on the story, I, because at the time, like nothing's been set in stone, nothing specific. I just put like it's prob it could possibly be under the five point seven million dollar mid level exception. So. Okay. Uh, names that we have not heard anything from, Kawhi Leonard, Al Horford, D'Angelo Russell, still out there trying to figure some stuff out with Rumored him. to Minnesota at one point, rumored as part of a sign-in trade potentially from Brooklyn to Golden State in the Kevin Durant thing. So something to keep an eye on. Jimmy Butler, also a guy, uh, what, just recently had a uh, trip to Miami. Did he finally tell Miami he wanted to play there? Because he was holding out until 501 to tell them he wanted to play in Miami. <laughs> So uh, those are guys that we have not heard from. Uh, we have heard from the New York Knicks. They send Julius Randle. So good for them. We, we did it. There you go. Good they did for something. them. Also, uh, not only the Nerlens Noel, but you, your FOMO is done, Thunder fans. You Concrete got, jungles were you got what you wanted. <laughs> uh, but the Pistons, Magic, and Thunder are showing interest in Shane Larkin, uh, who played for the Andula Sausages last year for the Euro, Euro League Final Four team, uh, where he broke an all-time scoring record. By the way. And he was a Boston Celtic a couple of seasons ago. Notable in that is that potentially something if they move from Dennis Schroeder to where they could potentially pursue Shane Larkin to fill that role. Yeah, I think we've kind of said this on this on this show on Saturday a handful of times. I think we all were, first of all, we're surprised by the New Orleans Noel thing being this early, whether he was going to stay or, or leave the Thunder. Um, but if the Thunder were to do anything, I think we all kind of agreed it's going to be in the second, possibly the third wave of free agency. It's it wasn't nothing big was going to happen um, June thirtieth, July first. All right, I think uh, kudos to everybody. Good Hold job out here. hope. We did a good job here. Is there anything we're missing here? Suns, obviously Ricky Rubio, right? Uh, the San Antonio get Rudy Gay. And uh, who else did San Antonio sign? Damari Carroll signed oh, a two-year deal okay. with San Antonio. All right, so there you go. All all. Great stuff. Subscribe to the OKC82 podcast. Look at you. That's a hell of a way to do that. <laughs> and one. the OKC Dream Team. Uh, the next, That's right. The next time we reconvene, right, uh, you will be on your way to uh, Summer League, correct? Oh, yes. Um, no, I'll be on one more basketball show on this Saturday, and then the following Monday I'm heading to Vegas. Ah, I think uh, I, I think I like that idea. Yeah, okay, and then we'll I'll, that. which means I'll be back for the followings because I get back on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be so, tired. All right, so uh, more free agency. We'll have you covered all during the week, during the franchise. John will be calling in. Brady will be calling in. All that great stuff. Uh, Summer League coming up afterwards. The NBA never stops. It doesn't sleep. Neither do we. We appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. Regular programming after this.